Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 You have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are, coming to you live on the Voice America Network. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan. And I am so happy to be with you today on this uh, season of gratitude. Our entire show today is a day of Thanksgiving, a day of thanks, of being grateful for everything we have. We know that Thanksgiving comes only once a year, yet gratitude needs to be a way of living daily. So with all the utter political chaos, the natural disasters, the terrorist attacks, And, you know, all the other tragedies that have happened through the year, we just want to stop and give these moments today with gratitude to celebrate the Feast of the Pilgrims, the Native Americans, and our life. So in this hour, hopefully you'll be getting a few inspirational insights, some autumn gardening tips, some suggestions for creating your gratitude journal, ideas on planning your perfect Thanksgiving for tomorrow, and even a couple of guidelines on shopping for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. So we want you to tune in and just count your blessings. The miracle moment for today is brought to us by Be The Star You Are charity that has been helping with all the Operation Disaster Relief. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. It is the season of giving, and we hope that you will be donating to Be The Star You Are at BeTheStarYouAre.org. This is from John Fitzgerald Kennedy. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. So hopefully that's what we are all doing is living by them. So I'm going to be talking about the uh, the gift of gratitude in our season one because sometimes I just feel like I am the luckiest girl on the planet and my greatest blessing was to be born into a family of farmers of Italian descent with parents who deeply loved one another and loved their five children. We were taught to be grateful for everything, to respect others, to believe we could accomplish our dreams as long as we worked hard and lived with integrity. And by standards of the day, 
we were poor. <laughs> Although we children didn't know it. We each owned a single pair of cowboy boots, a pair of Levi's, a shirt, a sweatshirt, socks, shorts, underwear, bathing suit, and of course, a Sunday church outfit. And that completed by a pair of black patent leather shoes for the girls and just a pair of loafers for the boys. Our playground was the hills, the fields, the orchards, the creeks, and our playmates were each other and the wild animals that we would adopt. Our mother was a tremendous gardener and an accomplished cook, so we ate meals together daily, fresh from farm to table. It was produce that was long before fresh was considered trendy. And besides being a gifted rancher, our dad could fix just about anything. He made our desks so that we could study. He hung ropes over the creek so we could swing like Tarzan or Jane. And he even dug us a swimming pool when we were teenagers so that his brood and their friends could be safe under his and my mom's watchful eyes. He always said that we absolutely made him broke by barbecuing all the hamburgers and having all the drinks for all the kids that would gather on the ranch. We would ride our horses bareback, and by the age of eight, each of us had learned to drive every tractor, every truck, every jalopy, and jeep on the ranch. We had to work not only on our acreage, but for many of the other farmers in the valley, And since I had my heart set on going to college as the first person in my family to do so, I raised chickens and I sold the eggs beginning at age eight. I earned, I saved, and I actually financed my degree with those eggs and other farm work. And my daddy built my chicken coop to help my projects and my dreams succeed. It was really a very simple, loving, earthy existence. But what it taught me is innumerable life skills for which I am immensely thankful. And I think about this at this time of Thanksgiving, how grateful I am to have grown up on a farm where hard work was the norm and where we were encouraged to live our dreams and to be the best persons we could be, even though we had no idea what it was that we could be or do with our lives. And having that attitude of gratitude is being rich in spirit. Have you ever wondered how your life could change for the better if you cultivated a year-round practice of being grateful? Counting your blessings is not just an idle comment. Research indicates that giving thanks produces admirable benefits from reducing stress to increasing restful sleep. And by paying attention to what we have and not what we lack, we begin to see the world as a place of goodness. We recognize that the gifts we receive have arrived from sources outside of ourselves. So heartfelt appreciation for those little things leads to an awareness that despite the dark moments that will definitely occur in every person's life, we can choose to find the silver lining. And when we set our intention to seek the positive in everything that occurs, we become more optimistic, happier, healthier, and more satisfied with our lives. And guess what happens next? The more we are grateful for, the more we will have to be grateful for. It's that paradox of life. Gratitude amplifies gratitude. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are from or where you come from. You will have the ability to give thanks daily. Challenges may be opportunities in disguise. We have to seek that light at the end of the tunnel and be glad for the tunnel 
You'll be rewarded with a stronger immune system. You'll lower your uh, blood pressure. You will improve your relationships and you will feel less isolated when you incorporate gratitude as a major influence of your being. A few of the small and sometimes silly things that make me thankful every day include the following. I am really grateful for a healthy body, a healthy mind, and a generous and thankful soul. I'm grateful for straight white teeth, and I have my family to thank for that. I'm really happy that I have a pillow on which to rest my head. I'm really happy for indoor plumbing. If you've ever traveled around the world and had to squat over a hole, you'll know what I mean. (laughs) I'm thankful for nature all around me. And the electricity at the flip of a finger. There are so many places in the world that still don't have electricity, or perhaps they don't have internet service. I'm happy for clean water. Again, in other places in the world, People get sick from drinking water from a lake or a stream, and if you're a traveler, you have to have bottled water. How about a belly filled with fresh produce? I am so appreciative of my beloved barnyard of abandoned animals. And for work I love, like doing this radio show or writing my books or garden calendars and uh, my garden columns, I love to hear the birds singing, and I'm so grateful for ice cream. I'm really happy that I can make a difference in the lives of others through my work with Be The Star You Are charity and visit bethestaryouare.org so that maybe you can get involved and you can feel that gratitude too. I am grateful for the twinkling stars in the night sky and my trusty Mac laptop and my uh, iPhone that can help me be connected to other people. And most importantly, of course, I am grateful for my precious family, my relatives, my friends, and my colleagues who enrich me with their love, their intelligence, their hugs, and their dedication. These are just a small sampling of the little big contributors to my joy and my appreciation for being alive. And I also want to share with you my very favorite gratitude quotes. They have all become my personal affirmations, and perhaps you'll want to memorize one or two, and you'll find yourself jettisoned to an uplifted space and mood as you incorporate grace and gratitude into your daily exercise. So here are just a few of the quotes that I live by, and I try to um, think of them every day. Sometimes it's best to post them you know, in a place that you can see, whether it's on your dashboard or your mirror or even on your computer screen. So the first one is from Harriet Henry Ward Beecher. Gratitude is the fairest blossom which springs from the soul. And from Cicero, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. And Doris Day, gratitude is riches, complaint is poverty. Abraham Hicks, when you feel gratitude, you are the closest to the natural state you were born to live in. Dennis Waitley, happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, or worn. It is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. And Oprah Winfrey, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you will never have enough. So take inventory of my closet today. I am owning several pairs of boots, Levi shorts, 
bathing suits and other items of clothing. I also have more pennies in my pocket than I did as a child. And although I still raise chickens and sell the fresh eggs, I don't do it because I need the cash. I do it because I love the animals and I feel grateful to those chickens who gave me my education. I have maintained the eating habits of my youth by growing as much of what my family consumes as possible and my appreciation for open space, personal privacy, and the beauty of nature and really engulfs my raison d'être. The hard work and the loving lessons that I learned in my formative years are implemented in my daily actions. And I thank my mom and dad for rooting me in richness and grounding me in gratitude. So I believe that Thanksgiving is every day. And I'd like to offer up an exercise for you so that you can choose to have Thanksgiving in your life, not just once a year in November, but every day of the year. You can create a habit of grateful living as a daily ritual, and it will give you compounding benefits. So try a few of these gratitude actions on for size, then watch how your life morphs into something better. Begin each morning with words of gratitude for three unique items that spring to mind. For example, just the fact that you woke up is a reason to celebrate. You're still alive. Start today noticing the good things around you. Always find the positive. Smile. Compliment and thank people. Create a gratitude journal either on your computer or in a notebook. Enter the small and big things that pop up that make you want to whisper thank you throughout the day. Write a letter of appreciation to a former teacher, a mentor, or a friend. And if you don't want to write a letter in your handwriting, send an email. Volunteer to be of service. Find good fortune in something that just seemed doomed. Think, talk, and live abundance and blessings because what you think about and talk about will come about. Don't complain. Don't blame. Instead, reframe and gain. Make every day Thanksgiving Day and you'll easily become the star you are. I am the luckiest person on this planet and so are you. Sincere thanks for you for listening to this radio show and for being present with us every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, coming to you live every week on the Voice American Network. I am grateful to you and for you, and I am grateful to Voice America for giving me this opportunity to reach you. I want to reach out and bow to you and say namaste. And I also want to announce that my new book, Growing with the Goddess Gardener, book one in the Garden Short series, is finally available. It was supposed to be available way back earlier in the year, and it's now here. And if you go to CynthiaBryan.com and click on books and then the online store, you'll be able to buy the book directly from me, get autographed copies. It will be much cheaper than on any other online site or in any bookstore. Plus, you will get a, um, a bevy of other gifts when you buy directly from CynthiaBryan.com. 25% of the proceeds will benefit Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this, this radio show. So 25% of your purchase is a donation to Be The Star You Are. 
Now, if you buy from other sources, it um, the donation does not go to the charity, and you won't be able to get autographed books or the other gifts. So just be clear on that, and it will be more expensive. So visit CynthiaBryan.com. Go to uh, books, and from books, you can click on the online store, CynthiaBryan.com, and Brian is with an I. I hope you'll buy the book for all the people on your holiday list. I think that you will really, really enjoy it, and we'll have two versions, both the color version and the version in black and white. And obviously, the black and white is less expensive, but it's not as beautiful. Personally, I like the color version, and it's worth the price. So, CynthiaBryan.com, and thank you again for being my listeners. I'll be right back after this break with more gratitude. Stay with me. Be the star you are, the star you Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, it is a power party, but it's a power party of gratitude. And a cornucopia of gratitude is what our garden column is all about today. And the quote that I want to read to you is from James Ray. A person of power embraces challenges in complete gratitude. No matter the situation life may bring, discontent is never justified. Rather, all is experienced as an opportunity and a privilege to adventure and grow. I love that because I think that our lives, if the more adventure we have, the more we grow as people and therefore the more gratitude we will have. Well, fortunately for California, it has been raining. Now, at the moment, it is beautiful, but we have had rain and hooray, hooray for the nourishing drops from the heavens. I've always been a 
sunshine goddess, as everybody knows who listens to this program. However, after a summer and autumn of extreme heat, I am so grateful for the sweet smell of the musky earth after a shower and the pile of fallen saffron-hued leaves that transport me to my childhood days. To feel gratitude after an angry Mother Earth has unleashed her fury on our planet for the past several months is heroic. My heart has been really heavy, as you all know, because I've talked about it so much on this show with the multiple hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, fires, windstorms, as well as horrific terrorist attacks and lone wolf massacres. But despite efforts to shake off the terror, A sense of loss and personal sadness can permeate every pore. And as I respond to people who have emailed me and speak to strangers, a deficit of hope clouds the air with catastrophe after catastrophe, politically generated, humanly engineered, or even just natural disaster. Is there any wonder that confusion and division reigns? Yet what the world really needs now is love, sweets, love. It's like Jackie DeShannon so elegantly saying years ago, you know, it's the only thing that there's too little of. So we can begin sharing the love by beginning to grow gratitude for what we have instead of wallowing in what we lack or what we've lost. And how do we do that? I say enter nature, enter the garden, because the garden is and always has been a safe place, that secret refuge from the concrete jungle. In the garden, we can take a deep breath. We can delight in the perfume of the flowers. We can relish the tactile experiences when touching the smooth blades of grass, the fuzzy leaves of lamb's ear, or digging our fingers into the dirt. We forget about time in when we're in the garden as we witness the butterflies, the bees, and even the bugs just going about their pollination business. And we can listen to the rustling of the leaves and the eloquent music of the songbirds. A garden creates community and it hugs us with affection. We have the unique opportunity to cultivate and to connect to our native roots and our native roots are the earth. So as we celebrate this month of being thankful, let us look to the garden, our garden sanctuaries, with gratitude. I offer you a collection of all my favorite, favorite things and photos, which you can see online, that commemorate the sass of the season. And these images reflect the colorful cornucopia of happiness and tranquility on our journey through autumn. And I hope you'll feel energized and inspired by their beauty, their originality, and their simplicity. Because gardens are powerful teachers. Gardens comfort and console. Gardens evolve and advance with our loving care. And when we collaborate with our surroundings, we sustain and increase our humanity and our humility. The garden is with us always, and the gift it dispenses are unlimited. So I hope that your Thanksgiving will be a day filled with giving, thanks, and espousing love. So here are a few um, mid-month reminders for you to do in the garden. You want to rake your leaves to mix into your compost pile. Don't put them in your green bin unless they're diseased, as leaf mold adds valuable nutrients back into the soil. 
Refrain from raking an area completely clean because bare soil is not a natural state. Allow a small covering of leaves to slowly decompose where they fell. By clearing the soil completely, erosion and leaching are invited. Trench your bulbs of muscari, tulips, and hyacinths to get the job done swiftly. Add healthy houseplants to your interior decor to clean the air, lower your blood pressure, help with concentration, and reduce stress. Force amaryllis, hyacinths, and paper whites as thoughtful green holiday gifts, and they will be ready if you force them now. Scatter wildflower seeds for a surprise spring showing. Check your trees for stability before winter storms arrive, and you may have to call in a professional arborist to help you prune any unwanted or dangerous branches. Safety is of the utmost importance. Fertilize your entire landscape, and especially auspicious time to throw fertilizer or pre-emergent is right before a rainfall, and that's great for the maximum absorption. Pick the last of your grapes and use the colorful grape leaves in your autumn arrangements. Throw snail and slug bait before the crawlers devour your precious plantings. Divide perennials such as daylilies, dahlias, and iris. Explore the diversity of our local hillsides while, uh, while you have an invigorating hike, perhaps after that big Thanksgiving meal. Tap into your inner child and roll in the fallen leaves. Make angel wings as if the leaves were snow. Remember how fun that was when you were a kid? I know that I just used to love to do that when my parents would rake the leaves or we would rake the leaves. Then the next thing we would do, we would jump in them and scatter them around and then rake them again and fall in them and cover ourselves with them. Try it. You'll really enjoy it. (laughs) Arrange dried grasses, mushrooms, acorns, magnolia cones, moss, and lichen covered branches for an elegant tabletop setting. Meditate outside in the chilly autumn air and breathe in that aroma of the earth. Clean, sharpen, and oil your tools before putting them away for the winter. And add a cornucopia of gratitude to your daily fruit basket. That's always something important to do. Now, uh, many people have asked me, since there was so much wildfire smoke this past year, or this, these past few months, from fires in California, and uh, Oregon, Colorado, and other, uh, other states. So if you've had fires around you, what effect does smoke and debris have on your garden? Well, surprisingly, healthy plants have that ability to absorb the dangerous carbon dioxide and turn it into oxygen. Now, some landscapes may actually benefit from smoke as it diffuses the light, allowing the shadows to be less intense under the top leaves of plants. The lower leaves then produce more food for the plant. So Plants use carbon dioxide as a fertilizer. They clean the chemicals and toxic particles that are in the air, and they restore and cleanse our atmosphere. Now, house plants are extremely beneficial in cleaning our indoor air quality. They have the ability to reduce the effects of mold, dust, microbes, and the VOCs. Those are the volatile organic compounds. That are, that are actually in furnishings and walls, and especially if you're in a new building. Some of the best plants to do that are spider plants, pothos, snake plant, 
um, uh, spathophyllum, which is called the sale plant, philodendron, palms, and ficus. They're also easy to grow, and they work overtime to keep us breathing clean and fresh air. Scientists are discovering the dire consequences of climate change, not only on our physical well-being, but also on our mental fitness. So disasters such as the catastrophic hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, and fires that I've been talking about for the last couple of months have a dramatic negative impact on our health. And we can help the environment as well as our families by maintaining a positive outlook and putting a smile on our face while we work together diligently to reduce our carbon footprints. And if you want to protect your valuable plants from any negative effects from the smoke, here's a few simple things that you can undertake. Any vegetable or fruit that's still in your orchard or garden needs to be washed thoroughly before consuming. A solution of vinegar and water, it's a time-tested cleanser. Compost any damaged bush, flower, fruit, or vegetable. Spray your plants with a hose to remove any clogged particles and continue to do this until you see the difference. Fertilize your landscape now, including your grass and your lawn. And as I said earlier, the best time to fertilize is right before rain. So if you know that rain's coming, you know, put on your raincoat or your hat and and go out there and get that fertilizer into your garden. Add three inches of mulch to your garden if you didn't already do it. Any bare earth needs a cover crop. That could include clover, alfalfa, wildflowers, fava beans, vetch, mustard. All of these will improve the nitrogen to your soil as well as prevent erosion. Remove any dead or dying trees or shrubs. And when planting new trees, space them at least 10 feet apart. Mow your lawns to keep them green. Lawns clean the air we breathe. They absorb smoke and pollutants and they change sulfur dioxide and carbon dioxide into oxygen. So a swath of green offers a healthy filtration system while being a flame retardant safety zone. So you can make fire prevention a top priority by creating a defensible space around your home and garden year round. Fires burn only when fuel is present. So if your landscape is dry or you're, you have a lot of um, you know, dead, um, you have wood or debris around your house, that is fuel for a fire. So some other tips to start um, it to do again are to winterize your garden. You want to cover your your frost-prone plants and shrubs with blankets or burlap. Wash your patio furniture before storing or covering. And move your fragile container plants under an eave or away from the harsh winds. Prune your fruit trees and your crepe myrtles once all the leaves have fallen. Keep the branches a minimum of six feet from the ground. Rake leaves to add to the compost pile because it's especially important to rake the redwood and pine needles as they tend to blanket an area and what they will do is they will suffocate all the rest of your plants. So you definitely want to move them around. Plant bulbs for spring blooms. Um, You have probably been refrigerating your tulips and your crocuses. I I believe you have, and you can plant them until probably January, so especially if you're in the western states. If you already have snow uh, in your area, obviously, then hopefully you already got your bulbs in. 
Clean your gutters of any debris to prevent clogging when the rains do come. You can sow your lawn seed and keep the seed water until it sprouts. If you have already sowed it and the, um, you're getting rain, then you're in good shape. Guavas are now ripe, and so pick your guavas. You want to wait um, another oh, a couple of weeks until you harvest your persimmons. And if you are having a problems with the birds and the squirrels eating your unripe fruit, you can pick early and then refrigerate. Persimmons are usually ripe towards mid to end of December, and they're just fantastic for those uh, holiday puddings. It's time to plant garlic and shallots before the weather turns too cold. They're so easy to grow, and they'll overwinter to supply you with big savory bulbs for a summer harvest. If you planted garlic last year and you still have some garlic bulbs, just take a few of the cloves and plant those cloves, and those will grow into big bulbs of garlic. Arrange roses, clivia, euphorbia, and branches for a beautiful display. Now's the time to grow chrysanthemums. These long blooming flowers are available in a variety of colors and textures, and they will add a smile to every visitor. Don't forget to provide food and water for the birds, since uh, there are so many that are migrating right now. Harvest your cruciferous vegetables, which include cauliflower, broccoli, kale, carrots, and beets. Uh, Swiss chard Brussels sprouts, too. And also arugula and nasturtiums. All of these are great for healthy meals. These foods are high in antioxidants, and they're going to support the body's ability to fight off the toxins and reduce chronic inflammation. Flu season is on its way, so you want to be eating lots of fruits and vegetables. You can aerate your lawns, and for more information on grass selections and the benefits of planting, you can go to um, my my uh, articles on grass planting. So visit CynthiaBryan.com and go to the garden section, garden articles, and you can click on any of my garden articles. The changing of the colors of the leaves and trees right now, especially the Japanese maple, the pistache, the liquid amber, and the crepe myrtles are just marvelous. So go outside and take some pictures. Check out the glorious bark of the eucalyptus trees and the hanging trumpets of the angel trumpet vines. Cut a few branches from grapevines to use as table decor for your Thanksgiving table. The leaves of all these colors are so beautiful, and you could just add maybe a few magnolia, um, the cones from the magnolia trees. I like just bringing in lots of nature for my Thanksgiving tables. House plants, bring them outside and give them a quick shower. They like to have a, a little bit of sunshine and a good rain. And when I say rain, just hose them off and then they'll be ready to be put back inside. You can add a peaceful, quiet element to a container by planting a white mandevilla. If you protect it from frost, you can get an annual display of flowers. Don't forget to pack your emergency to-go bag and keep one in your home and in your car just in case of a disaster. Every second can count. So get that taken care of right away. Take a break and head to the beach. (laughs) The sea air will refresh and reawaken your joyful spirit. I mean, it works every time for me. And if you are in California, Northern California or Oregon or Washington, 
Crabbing season is now open, so go and get a fresh crab. Watch the sunsets. The sun is setting early now, but they are really quite spectacular, and it is so refreshing to watch a sunset and to be grateful for the sunshine that we have. And then get ready for Thanksgiving with a garden display of your mixed pumpkins, your gourds, and even your scarecrows. Gratitude is our theme for the day. The days are short. The soil is warm. The nights are cool. We always pray for rain and for peace on our planet. And our thoughts and prayers go to everyone who has suffered this whole year, whether it be in natural disasters or other kinds of tragedies. It has been a challenging few years for many, for our country and for our world. Yet, despite the tragedies, let us all count our star blessings and keep on smiling. I say happy uh, gardening, happy growing, happy giving, and happy gratitude. When we come back from break, we will have more right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. Please stay with us. You are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, coming to you live on the Voice America Network. I am Cynthia Bryan, your goddess gardener and your guide for the day, and I will be back in a bit. So don't go away, because we're now we're going to talk about, when we come back, how to maximize your Black Fridays or your Cyber Mondays. Be right back. Stay with me. You Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376-376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, I'm so glad that we are still together on this program of a cornucopia of gratitude celebrating Thanksgiving every day. Well, you know, Thanksgiving is the biggest eating day of the year for Americans, and planning that party in advance helps relieve the stress. So family and friends gather from across the country to spend time together being grateful, 
And it is a host demeanor has the power to set the tone for the party. So guests will notice the behavior and the actions of the host and respond to the tension or lack thereof. So we don't want to be sweaty and harried and fretting over the meal because that's something that everybody wants to avoid. It's better if we can get the house cleaned in advance. We can organize the dishes. We can plan the meal and find out about any food restrictions or allergies and know how many guests we're going to have. Decorate with items from the garden and make any of the sides or vegetables and you know, do all the chopping and all that in advance. In other words, Plan your time. A turkey takes about 20 minutes per pound to cook. So think about that in advance. And then the bottom line about Thanksgiving is to try to be relaxed and to just enjoy being with one another so that we really can be grateful for that time. Again, I, it's, it's better to spend time with family than to worry about having the perfect meal. Now, Maybe wine. Let's talk about wine for a second. There isn't any perfect pick, despite what some wine snobs would say. There's no go-to wine for Thanksgiving because some guests are going to like wine. Some are going to like red and others will just like a little bit of both, kind of like me. I like to start with white and, and then I like to have red. Actually, I love to start with a sparkling wine. You know, I like to start with a champagne, maybe a champagne mixed with cranberry juice um, or fresh cranberry. You can do something that's make it start a little sparkly. And then I like to st- have my next course with a white wine, and then I like to have a red. So if you're starting with a sparkly, the fact that Thanksgiving doesn't involve streamers and noisemaker, it's not a reason to avoid the bubbly. You can do Prosecco, you could do Cava, you could do Champagne, any, or you could do American sparkling wine, or anything that's sparkling. It's going to add kind of a celebratory prelude to your feast. And then uh, cooling the reds just a little bit. If you chill them, chill your reds, especially if they are low tannin, moderate weight types, they'll focus the flavors and make them a little bit more refreshing. And you probably want to keep things a little bit cool because usually the dining room gets, or the kitchen, wherever you're going to eat, gets a little bit overheated with all the cooking and all the people and sometimes the family tension. The most important thing is not to run out of your wine. If your Thanksgiving is anything like mine always is, I always have a contingent of other things uh, available. So it's so much better to have more than less. If you think about, I know this sounds a lot, but if you think about having a bottle per person ready to pour, because it's a holiday, you know, it's a holiday, a holiday of plenitude. It's not a date of denial, and so that is probably a good power, um, a power play for you. And if you don't drink at all, you know, wine saves. It's good. It's good. You just put the cork back in or you don't open the bottle. Now, depending on what you're going to have for white, Chardonnay, Chenin Blanc, Sauvignon Blanc, those are all really great. And you might want to finish it off with a port or a Moscato just to have a little bit of sweetness with that pumpkin pie or with your pecan pie or your apple pie or with whatever it is. But the bottom line is to supply 
plenty. And if you're going to a friend's or a family member, you know, bring a couple of bottles. It's better to bring something, even if the host says, oh, you don't have to bring anything. Never go empty-handed. Bring a plant. Um, it's better it, it's better to bring a plant than a bouquet of flowers because usually Thanksgiving's a little bit busy for the host. I would say more than a little bit busy, and it might be too hard to find a vase and all of that. So if you're bringing flowers, bring some a planted uh, a potted plant with a ribbon tied around it, or you could bring a a decor of some kind that could be set on the table, or better yet, just bring a bottle of wine or a bottle of sparkling sparkling wine, and I think you're going to be set. Or you can always bring a dessert or a side, but make sure that you check in with the host first if you're bringing food, because they may already have it um, planned out. Now, let's talk a little bit about shopping. I am not a person. I have never, ever gone out to Black Friday or Cyber Monday because I'm not a big shopper. And the last thing I want to do is to be around hordes of shoppers. However, with that being said, those probably are the best deals of the year, according to specialists and to consumer reports. So when do you get a better deal? Do you get a better deal on Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Well, the answer is it depends on what you are buying. So in reading consumer reports, they chose four high on the wish list holiday gifts, televisions, laptops, fitness, and smartwatches, and they looked to see which of the two promotional sale days offered the best deals last year. So what Consumer Reports did is they partnered with Gap Intelligence, which is a market research company that specializes in retail pricing data to analyze price fluctuations during the last holiday period. Now, the prices are averages for all models within each product category. Laptops were cheaper last year on Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. The other products were priced lowest on Cyber Monday, and that's the Monday after Thanksgiving. Now, sometimes the price differences were really small. I mean, it, it didn't make much difference. But compared with the rest of the year, the savings were more significant. And also worth knowing, prices were comparable when compared to uh, last year's online versus in-store prices on sale days and year-round. So I'm going to share with you a few prices that I thought were quite interesting. So uh, let's, let's see about TVs. So the best time to buy a television. Now the average average price for a television And it doesn't say what type of television, but any TV, on Cyber Monday was $329 lower than the peak price last year and $45 lower than on Black Friday. So what it was rating was a high of, let's see, um, a high of about $1,200 for, this must be a big screen TV. $1,200, for example, on November 6th versus on the um, Black Friday, it went down to about, 
$1,100. But listen to this. Going down to Cyber Monday, it went down to just about $1,000. So that was a pretty big savings. Then laptops. That was an interesting, um, it was interesting to look at this. The average price of a laptop on Black Friday was $35 lower than the peak price um, for the whole year, but it was only $8 lower than for Cyber Monday. So if you're going to buy a laptop, probably you want to get it on Black Friday. Then for fitness trackers, and it's all different kinds of fitness fitness trackers. I didn't think that this one had much of a difference, actually. The average price on Cyber Monday was $31 lower than the peak price during the year and only $11 lower than Black Friday. But it does show that buying on Cyber Monday is still the best way to buy. And then for smartwatches, it was $29 lower on Cyber Monday than the peak price in the whole, for the whole year, but only $6 lower on Black Friday. So I'm not sure it's worth going out to the crowds for the watches or the fitness trackers, or maybe not even for the laptops. It just seems like the televisions are the biggest articles that are um, very important, you know, if you really want to have a good, um, a good buy or have the best buy. Now, the other thing is you want to say, uh, stay safe from online threats because nothing can ruin your holidays more quickly than being a victim of cybercrime. So before you fire up your laptop to go shopping, here are a few ways to stay safe from online threats. First of all, update everything. I think we've seen a lot in recent times where uh, if you hadn't updated your um, your laptop or your computer to the latest the latest software, you were a, could be a victim of cybercrime. And I know that I just turned on my Mac today to and it says upgrade to Mac OS High Sierra, which is the latest technology refinement and safety measures. I haven't installed it yet, but I'm going to as soon as this program is over. So update everything. So the best way to inoculate any device you shop with is to make sure it's running that up-to-date software. And that means everything from the operating system to the apps you use to shop or to bank with. When software providers find out about any bugs or anything, they will usually issue a patch to fix them. And hackers are constantly on the lookout for old on-patch systems. So update yours right away. The next thing is to strengthen any weak passwords, especially on your shopping email and banking accounts. Usernames and passwords are often the only security measures used to prevent your account from being compromised. So long strings of random letters, numbers, and symbols are the best. And never use the same password for more than one account. I know that's really hard because we have so many passwords these days. I was on a bus recently which had Wi-Fi. And the password was like 20 um, digits long. And everyone that was trying to get on kept uh, typing in the wrong password because it was a mixture of letters and numbers that nobody could have ever figured out. And then install antivirus software. If you haven't already done so, Windows 10 has a good security built in, but you can boost your protection by adding 
a product such as Avira Free Antivirus 2017. And the great thing about it, it is CR's, the Consumer Reports, top-rated free package, and it works really great on Macs and PCs. I uploaded it on my Mac. It's A-V-I-R-A Free Antivirus 2017, it's called. And um, there'll be a 2018. And what's interesting is it's like updating. It updates my Mac and protects it every single day almost. Now, enable multi-factor authentication on accounts that offer it. So what does that mean? Okay, to do that, you need two pieces of information to log onto and into your account from any new laptop or phone. So the first will be your password, and the second item is usually a one-time code that is spent, sent to your smartphone. This keeps hackers out of your accounts. Even if they stole your password, they can't really get there because you, they have to call your, pa- your smartphone. Now, note that multi-factor goes by a variety of names. For instance, it could be two two-step verification, it can be called two-factor authentication, all of that. But it's very important that you do that. Multi-factor passwords and measures such as fingerprint sensors are a really big name because usernames and passwords just aren't enough anymore to protect your key accounts like email, banking, and social media. And then the final thing is to stay off public Wi-Fi for any shopping. If the free internet at your favorite coffee shop doesn't require a password, remember that anybody can get on, and that includes hackers. So like myself being on the bus, that was um, that meant that anybody could get on. So what you want to do, your best bet is to save your online shopping for at home and never use public Wi-Fi to check your bank balances or credit card transactions. And if you can't resist that coffee shop, get a virtual private network or a VPN, and that service will create a secure connection between you and the sites you visit. Well, with that, I want to uh, wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving, I want to tell you to offer gratitude every day and know that I am very grateful for you for being a great listener and allowing me to be with you from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific every Wednesday here on Voice America. For more information to make a donation, it is the time of giving to Be The Star You Are. Go to bethestarur.org. To buy my new book, Growing With The Goddess Gardener, visit CynthiaBryan.com. Click on Books and go to the online store and you'll get extra, extra goodies. You are the greatest, you are the best, you are the coolest, and I want you to just be you. Get what you want out of life and be grateful for everything that you already have. Until next week when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins. Kindness always prevails and smiles will keep you happy. I am Cynthia Bryan encouraging you to be the star you are. Have a very happy Thanksgiving and thank you for being you. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. 
For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.